This is the podcast for the day. It's Wednesday. Feels like a Wednesday, Wednesday, doesn't it? Feels like a Friday. Yeah, the Redskins just finished practice today. Yeah. Yeah, we did a coach's interview. Yeah, we talked to Coach Callahan. Yeah. He wouldn't even tell us who the starting quarterback in the future is. No, but he didn't. He did not acknowledge his cupboard and how he has alphabetically <laughs> ordered his What is it again? I asked him maybe as an icebreaker after we talked about Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. If if he organized his pantry by alphabetical order. So I don't understand what you mean. But what, mean what I mean that? is like everything in the pantry is in alphabetical order. I guess you're saying like apples start the pantry. Yeah, and soup is near the end. Yeah. That's going to be strange, though, because I like to compartmentalize my pantry. Like All the baking items are in the same place. Well, that's not All the that's chips not and snack items are in the same place. That's the way mine is, in fact. We were like, but in that regard, if you had multiple types of salad dressing, would they be under S, or would it be under, like, blue if it was blue cheese, or I if it was Italian? Or do you, do you group it as... Right. Are Lay's potato chips in the P for potato chips, or in the C for chips, or in the L for Lay's? This is true. Or Uts, are they sour cream and onion, making them in the S for sour cream? I'm not sure where you go with that. I don't know. Then there's all the whole discussion of canned vegetables, too. Yeah, because that, that's you know, strange. That's vegetables or canned goods. It, maybe it's canned goods. Because I want all my canned goods together. I don't know. I don't know. But he seems he, he seems puzzled no, no, by the, your the, query. So the real the real question is how type A do you want your head coach to be? I want my head coach to be a hundred percent type A, hundred percent hardest working guy in the building. That's true. Really important to me because again, looking at I hey I use Joe Gibbs as a measuring stick. Joe Gibbs used to say he knew it was time to leave when the trash truck came to pick up the dumpster at 2.30 in the morning. When he heard the dumpster being emptied, he said, okay, time to go home. I know me and you are comfortably asleep at that hour. I get here kind of early. I don't know about you, but I get here early. But I, it's just my head coach needs to be working harder than anybody. My you don't opinion. have to be type A to work hard. I don't think Joe is type A. Mm, not was- outwardly. Is Joe outwardly. Gibbs type A? Yes. Define yes. type B. <laughs> a guy there... that's less driven than a type A. Type A to me is a description of drive, not not volume. Okay? I'm not talking about volume when we're talking about somebody who's type A. You're talking about somebody that is driven beyond the norm. Well, they have to love it. Love it. Live it. I mean, it's just, it reminds me of one of my favorite George Allen quotes. Yes, if you love soup, which also fits with the pantry, if you yeah. love soup and you can't stand nuts, it's better to be a label liquor in a, a soup factory than the foreman in the nut factory. Uh, I don't know about that one. If you like <laughs> soup more than you like nuts. I don't, well, if you don't, I don't like nuts, then why would you want to be the nut foreman? Shouldn't it, you shouldn't be anywhere around nuts. Point is, if you want to be a head coach, you better love football. If you want to play football, you better. You love need football. to live it. You got to love it. You got to live it. And you got to. Yeah, you got to be willing to be a label licker. You, you need to be willing to do whatever it takes to win. And sometimes you got to step on people's feelings. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to massage people's feelings. And you're a bit of a psychiatrist when you're trying to get the most out of fifty-three people, especially when some of them are not playing. 
those who aren't playing might need to be, you know, obviously you have to. I, I learned a long time ago you can't deal with everybody the same because people are not the same. You can try all you want, not going to work. You got to treat people different, but you have to have rules that are the same for everybody. But everybody's personality is different. You, the rules are like who this is the time we show up for work. Yeah. It's yeah. not. <laughs> that's but that's one of the things that Joe Gibbs did the very best. You know what Joe's rules were, right? Joe don't had, embarrass the organization. Do not embarrass the Redskins. That's the rule. That was that was that it. I think that was it. It's pretty ambiguous, but yeah, a lot could fall into that category. Being late to a meeting would embarrass you a little bit, I guess, right? That's no that that was a different. That's a different rule. That's just a respect thing, though, which I'm currently pretty bad at. Um. <laughs> Not for when it really matters, though, man. If I'm going to get fined, I'm going to be on time. You ever you get fined? But that's you the fine thing. Like, Do you ever get fined much? Not once. You never got fined once. Mm -mm. With all the different stuff your teammates were doing with different uh, tape on face masks, different color socks. I was all, never late for a meeting. Never late for a meeting. Mm -mm. Never late for a meeting. Never fined in your life. Mm -mm. Did you ever get a parking ticket? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> if I, we found something that you violated. <laughs> yeah. Moving violation? Reckless ever? Yeah, I. Oh. Do you want to hear that story? Yeah, I was given reckless. I fought it and won. You fought it and won. This is, this is a great story. I was leaving our Utah State facility on a Sunday morning. Big parking lot right outside our stadium. Not one car in the entire parking lot, and you could drive up to the stadium, but to drive back down, you had to go out on the curb or on the sidewalk, big sidewalk. So I. Gunned it in my Corsica, jumped the curb right there, and immediately, boom, woo, woo, I'm getting pulled over. Come on, Sunday morning in the parking lot. Gave me a reckless ticket, so I ended up doing like this entire evaluation. It never went actually to trial. I, went, I did this entire evaluation of my acceleration potential with my engine and with what it was and gave it all to the the prosecuting attorney i'm like there's no way that this could have been reckless all it was was at a maximum 18 miles an hour over the curb in the parking lot that is not reckless they dropped it i fought it so so it wasn't i did even, like this it whole... wasn't even an angle you actually had real uh, a valid argument yeah there was no way i was going reckless it, no one was in the parking lot not a, not another car there's no way i was going faster than 18 miles an hour based on where i started accelerating to where i went over the curb and he pulled me over so I got out of it. Did, did he recognize you as one of the prides of the sagebrush? Is that why they gave you the ticket? Well, I was leaving the stadium. I'm assuming he understood, but they don't really care about athletes out there. No, 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 no. special privilege and, and no but special no, attention. No, it's not like they didn't like the athletes. It just was. How about around here? Did you ever, did you ever get pulled over and a guy lets you off because you're Chris Cooley? Mm -hmm. <laughs> did you give him an autograph or a picture? Mm -mm. No, I got a ticket the other day though, and then the guy spent. 20 minutes talking to me about the Redskins. He couldn't have <laughs> torn up the ticket? Apparently not. Well, I was, I was actually, it was in the airport. Oh, and, you were doing, oh, you were doing that? So you were I was cutting through the airport? No, no, I was just going around the loop in the airport because I was going to get on a plane. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's why you go to the airport. Of course, yeah. Or pick somebody up. Yeah, you, know, you could do a, that. Yeah. And he pulled me over, speeding. I was I was only going I think fourteen over. I didn't even know what the speed limit. The speed limit's twenty five on that whole loop. You you got to slow down in that. That's sucker. really slow for going through. But I hadn't had the inspection done on my car. Oh, 
So he, so gave, he gave me ticket? an inspection ticket. He said, oh. I, you know, I'm going to cut your break here. I'm just going to give you the inspection ticket. So he didn't like, give you a speeding ticket. You know what cutting me a break would essentially be, guy? Just Lips give me off on zero tickets. Yeah. And then, then he gets the, uh, man, it's been a tough year so far. Did he ask you to Like, what, are we buddies now that you gave me a ticket? But but you don't have to pay any money for that ticket. Inspection nice ticket. Guy. Inspection ticket means you got to go get your car inspected within a certain period of time. You just really have to pay the ticket. Oh, you had to pay a ticket. Is it money? It was ninety eight dollars. Really for an inspection ticket? Yeah, I paid it yesterday. I almost waited too long. I know a friend who did that. You don't want to do that. Why? They put it a, 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 take a warrant jail, out for you. Take you to jail over a warrant for a ticket. I don't know that happened to. Yeah. I know a guy that it's out of your county. You not better, a good situation. It's not, it's, if it's not. Yeah, in your vicinity in Virginia, you you really better think about paying that ticket. And you better go see that judge sometime other than midday Friday. Or you could be in there all weekend. <laughs> you know, seriously. <laughs> no, seriously. Hey, the judge will be back Monday. There's the jail. You can get taken to jail here for reckless driving. Really? In First theory, defense? yeah. In theory, going more than 20, 20 over, right? It's twenty over twenty is reckless. Oh, it's twenty five over or twenty. Yeah. Is it twenty or twenty? It's twenty. It's twenty. Yeah, in theory, if you got pulled over going 21 over, they can take you to jail. Wow. But remember, Jason Worth went to jail a couple years ago for that's going right. like 100 on the Beltway well, early one morning. That's 100. That's 100, though. I, I've told the former governor that if I get taken to jail for reckless driving, I will not live in Virginia again. You told the former governor that? Or I you, will leave the state. Or you, I've heard you say that before. I will vacate Virginia. If, if, you, if actually, you take me to jail, if you want <laughs> someone, I don't go... I don't drive reckless often. So, but actually, if you if you had the relationship with the former governor to be able to tell him that if you were pulled over for reckless and you'd be going to jail, that you'd leave the state. You'd, who, and you'd hope the back. governor would pardon my. I would think I would do that rather than leave the state. I would call him and say, "Hey, look, rather than seeing me leave the state, can you hook can me up with this?" Can the former ticket? governor help me out with this? I probably could. He probably could. He probably could. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about bye week. This is good bye week conversation, Cooley. Maybe we could meet. I'm going to miss you this Sunday. Maybe I've seen could... you every weekend since the second weekend in August. Have we been inseparable? Yeah, we really are together. When we leave on Saturday, we yeah. sit next to each other on the bus. Right. We have go a pregame. Movies. Go to the movies. Then we go, go to, to the, the rally. rally. Then we go to the client dinner. Yeah. Then we get it. We should just share a room, man. No, I need my privacy. Do you snore? A, a little bit, but not as bad as the uh, two defensive coaches that sit in front of me when we are, are flying in a big plane, and we're flying back after a late game, and we're coming back, and there's a couple guys who will remain nameless, who really saw the wood, man. They just—it's like a volcano going off in two seats, <laughs> and then people are just turning around saying, "Hey." Would you, would you push him in the back and, and make him stop? And so somebody usually gets up and, and slaps the guy around a little bit, wakes him up, and is like, <laughs> stuff like that, you know. Do you snore? It's on a rare occasion. My wife says I don't snore very much. You still have your tonsils? Uh-uh. That's one of the th- I still have my tonsils, so. Took my tonsils out. You, no, you didn't do that self-surgery, did you? No, it's hard to do. <laughs> it's hard it's to do. The, 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 you tore your tonsils takes, out. Take some... Real stones to do that one. Did you do that as a child or as a grown man? Child. Okay. All right. That's the way it usually is. Yeah, I never had mine out. I just had. Probably... You also apparently never had chicken pox. No, I had today. The, I had the chicken pox. <laughs> What's I, going I on just, with your face? I went to see the dermatologist. <laughs> I went to see the dermatologist. It scared you, too. You mm-hmm. saw me and you ran. Hold on. Don't I, Let's not discuss your medical history. You, it's you not a good saw thing to me do and you ran. 
You ran when you saw me. I said, what does it matter, man? And you were backing up. You kept backing up. I took a step forward. You'd back up. You thought that potentially this was a contagious disease I was carrying and that somehow this disease would jump three feet through the air. I didn't know it wasn't typhoid fever. And attach itself to your face. No, that's not the case. But nonetheless, here I am with the podcast. You got to give me credit for that. And here you are. Can I do this read real quick? I would love that. Can you it, see it? I can see the one with a big font. <laughs> in honor of Salute the Service Month, the Redskins Salute is inviting service members and veterans to enter the 2019 Grounds Crew Sweepstakes. Wow. Presented by Pepsi. Visit redskins.com backslash grounds crew for a chance to be named an honorary grounds crew member for the Salute to Service game on November 17th. Now, you know what? If it rains... You got to pull the tarp. Pretty cool, huh? Really cool. And you'll be able to hold the flag, I would bet, the big, huge uh, American flag that is stretched out over the field. You'll be able to hold that as well. I mean, at this point, you might come and play DB. I- <laughs> uh, maybe. You never know. Redskins.com backslash grounds crew. It's all presented by Pepsi. Okay. Good. And now, and now? some DC travel wisdom. Okay. Life is precious, but if you do it right... It won't include much sitting on the tarmac. I'll tell you that right now. Dulles is the number one. What, what is what kind airport. of what's it called? Dulles, isn't it Dulles, Stevie? I say Dulles. Dulles. He's saying Dulles. Pillow Pillow. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has a bit of an. Dulles is the number one airport on the East Coast for on-time takeoffs. Dulles. I bet you didn't know that. I didn't know that. They make sure you get out on time. There's many paths to happiness, Larry. But the only airport in the region with a dedicated access highway is Dulles. 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 You can get right from D.C. to Dulles in as little as 30 minutes. Boom. You're going really fast. You want to know if how you're... else you find out how you can travel? You yes. go to flydulles.com slash wise. I mean, you know, you'd be probably going pretty quick to go from Washington, D.C., to unless it's the outskirts of Washington, D.C. to Dulles. 30 minutes? Can you do it in 30 minutes? I can make I, you it. Know, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can make it from D.C. to maybe. Leesburg in 50. 48. If 48 I'm minutes? Yeah. But I could make it from D.C. to Leesburg in an hour and 48 minutes. Dulles it's, is a great. Dulles. Great, Dulles is a great airport, and it has a Redskins restaurant there in the Delta Terminal, which is just fantastic. It's just a great Redskins restaurant. You know what my number one pet peeve is, speaking of, re- of uh, not restaurants, of airports? Yes. This happened to me twice this year. Okay. You get someone coming into town, and they say, uh, yeah, I booked it into BWI. <laughs> like, okay, that's, uh, that's a what time you get here? Your house. Six o'clock, 6 p.m. Mm. Mm-hmm. Save them a couple bucks, probably. <laughs> Why don't you go to dinner in Baltimore, rent a car, and I'll see you uh, about 11. Well, oh, you know, you're not going to pick us No, BWI is... So far for me. Fly into Dulles. Fly to Dulles. And then, you you know, you could actually, I would bet that I'll pick you, them up. And you'd probably even slip them a couple bucks because you're going to be saving money on Seriously, gas. Seriously, that's the thing. Is it's you like, would pay for part of that flight. How much are what are you going to, unless it's, you've got five people or whatever. I don't know. I love Dulles. I can't judge what Dulles people is can my spend airport. and can't spend. But the people that have flown into these airports, yes, they can afford an extra 50 bucks a flight. 
Yeah, it's just cheapness. And, and, in, and in fact, that would help you in your lifestyle, which everybody should be helping you with your lifestyle. Helping people improve their lives is what should drive business. That's the belief at Coke Industries, which employs more than 65,000 people across America. The team at Coke works together to meet the world's changing needs in transportation, medical care, water filtration, household goods, energy-efficient building products, and everyday technologies, all while consuming fewer resources. See the innovations firsthand at K-O-C-H, that's CokeIndustries.com. Join the Redskins and youth entrepreneurs during Global Entrepreneurship Week as former MVP kicker Mark Mosley shares his entrepreneurial journey at One Million Cups on Thursday, November 20th at the George Washington University School of Business Marvin Center. From Football to Five Guys, you won't want to miss hearing Mr. Automatic's story and why he's so excited to support youth entrepreneurs in expanding their unique and transformative educational program in schools across the D.C. metro area. To learn more about bringing youth entrepreneurs engaging hands-on learning to your classroom now, visit getye.org. 75 tons of game day trash and recyclables need to find a home. So when the final whistle blows, our team hits the field. As an official partner of the Washington Redskins, RTS is connecting with FedEx Field. We're connecting with smarter way solutions to ensure a more sustainable and responsible approach to what's left behind at the end of the game. RTS, a better waste company. Find out more at RTS.com. I got to say thanks to the guys at Window Nation, Harley and Aaron, who do an unbelievable job. If you're looking for new windows in your home, they hooked me up big time. I have a ton of windows. They were meticulous with how they did it. It was fast. It worked out. They're guys you want to be around. They're in your house. They're they're amazing. Go to windownation.com to check them out. They do. I promise you they do a heck of a job. You want to hear a couple football philosophies? Yes, I would love to hear some football philosophies. As we've watched this year play out, there is so many situations at midfield where it is four-down territory. It's not really a philosophy what I'm talking about, but defensive coordinators, you better understand that on third and eight at the 40, yeah, playing soft to get to a fourth and one or a fourth and two really ain't the play anymore. You are... Two, I would. I very rarely would say this to you because you're never going to forget this. You are two hundred percent right. You noticed that before me. You were almost talking about two down territory before it became in vogue, and because a few coaches who just will go for it, they don't care. I mean, unless they're on their end, and maybe even sometimes on their end uh, around the fifty. I mean, right now, I think any place inside your own forty, you're going to punt. But even there, if it's a fourth and one, you might go for it. A couple of teams. Your you Phil- might go Philly's going to go for it. You might go for it. Minnesota's going to go for it. I don't know. To me, that seems reckless sometimes, but it is the trend, no doubt about it. Big-time trend. It's it's really interesting because even four, four years ago, three years ago, three years ago at the least, going for it around the 50 and not getting it was harshly criticized afterwards. As a head coach, if you didn't get it in the 50, your press conference is starting with, why'd you go for it on fourth and one? And coaches had to do this whole whole dance of, well, you know, it was a good situation and we liked our – now it's almost flipped to the point of every analytic says go for it. What's wrong with you, man? It's almost in a three-, four-year span almost completely flipped from that's a call we're going to judge and question – Versus now you don't do it, and it's judged and questioned. You're expected to go for it. You are. You are expected to go for it. And I I don't know if analytics is as deep-rooted in football as other sports. It's getting there. 
I still think situationally you have, it is. I think you still have a lot of coaches in the National Football League who are old school at heart, even though they might not be old school, and they're going to punt when it says to punt, and they're not going to go for it, uh, even if the numbers are in their favor. But it's also an indication of what they think of the defense and how good they feel about their Correct. offense. There's a lot that goes into the decision. It's not just the analytics. But if you if you drill down on all the analytics, if you're playing against a team that has a hard time stopping people on third, then why wouldn't you go for it on fourth? Redskins are an example. Redskins allow 50% completions on third down conversions. That's half the time. And, and third down conversions are could be 10 could be 11, could be 9 yards. Well, they're, they're not completions, conversions. Conversions, I meant. It's like 70%. Uh, completion percentage completion. is 50%. The conversion percentage completion is 50% percentage on is much third higher. down allowed by the Redskins right. defense. And third down is not always third and 3, 4, 5. It could be third and 10. Now, if you're in a fourth down situation, it's fourth and 10. You're probably not going to go for it unless you have no respect for the defense you're playing against. Or field position or game situation dictates. So I agree with you 100%, man. I've even seen New England, like anywhere inside the 42, 43, they're going forward on fourth and 10. Well, yeah, of course, New England. Um, Wouldn't you bet on him? Wouldn't you bet on him? There's a lot of quarterbacks in this league I'd bet on to make that decision. Well, I wouldn't bet on Trubisky. It's just interesting how it's changed, but it's changed. Who wouldn't you bet on? Trubisky? He's a little rough right now. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't I bet on? Who wouldn't you bet on? I don't know. Let's go through the list of go quarterbacks. Through. Who would you not bet on? I wouldn't bet on the dude in Carolina. The new guy? No, I wouldn't bet on I don't know if I'd bet on the old guy in Carolina. How would you think of Nick Foles getting moved back into number one? You're a big Minshew fan. We might have talked paid, about that last week. They paid Nick Foles buckets of money. So you have to use them. Yeah, I don't know how happy the fan base is, but I think Nick Foles is a good player. I'm I'm. Your buddies with Nick Foles. We'll find out what happens. You're friends with Nick Foles. Of course you're going to say that. You're personal friends with him. (laughs) We're not that close of personal friends. We hung out once. He's your buddy. Um, But it changes it defensively. And I think something as this this current team, the Redskins, goes into self-scouting, they need to understand where to play closer and tighter and bring more pressure. Because on on third and eight, and then and then you stop them and it's fourth and one and everyone's waving it like no they didn't get it right. holding up fourth down you're like great they're gonna go for it they're on fourth go down good I, I think it was Dunbar made a tackle in Minnesota to stop them for a fourth and one and then they got the fourth one it was like you can't play them that soft no no I mean you know we we don't have enough time in this podcast no but that I mean the, the other the other conver- no. flip the whole deal you can really not be tendency oriented on third down offensively once you get to midfield because a third and five six is almost always been a pass and now it doesn't have to be a pass you can run the ball on third and six it's not a bad call well because you know you because you know you're you know you're going for it you've made the decision prematurely it is interesting how that what would have been uh, a no-brainer has really become something that's been scrutinized. It's really interesting. Over the last two, three years, uh, something that hit me just earlier this week and doing a bunch of calls, if we can talk about the Redskins. you talk about the Redskins much on your podcast? Uh, almost exclusively. Um, Redskins, if you look at their offense and you look at what Dwayne Haskins is uh, going to have to do in the next game, and we know that Coach Callahan is going to make an announcement on Monday, and we fully expect that he's going to announce that Dwayne Haskins will be the starter moving forward. He wants to have some time, he says, to evaluate, but I think he needs to make sure the other guys 
are communicated with in the proper way. But Dwayne Haskins has an offense that is missing three of the people who, at the beginning of the year, were absolutely key playmakers. And the philosophy the Redskins had coming into this season was, I believe, to do the same thing they did at the beginning of last year. That they were going to be the same type of team, the same type of personality. But you had to factor in that you didn't have these same weapons. You don't have Jordan Reed. You don't have Vernon Davis. You don't have Chris Thompson. And they have not been replaced with playmakers. You have some young guys on the offense at the wide receiver position. Terry McLaurin could be a superstar of the future. He's getting doubled the rest of the year, my friend. He's not going to see a whole lot of open space the rest of this year because there is nobody else that anybody is scared of right here, right now. You could wait for somebody to develop. I know Trey Quinn's got some talent. I think Kelvin Harmon has talent. Paul Richardson pretty good. But the way the team was built was with these guys as playmakers who aren't there anymore. So when it comes time to look ahead to next year, Mm-hmm. I think you you have to get a playmaking tight end. You have to get you have to bolster the running back position again. I think Chris Thompson's in the final year of his contract. They might bring Chris back. I don't know, but you need you need some speed on offense. You're going to get guys back. Guys will be back, but if you look you get- at Terry, is is Terry a true number one? Me and you have talked about it. He won a number one at Ohio State. I know that's a little. Kind of a well, they had story. four number ones, yeah, really but, the way they looked But we at really it. don't know. Terry's a real good receiver, and Terry could be a great number one in this league. Right now, he's going to be handicapped by the attention he's getting for the rest of the year. He's not going to be left alone. And and hopefully, you know, Dwayne can find him open or force it in there somehow. That's just You so, can't defend the perfect pass, says Dan Marino. Well, I mean, Sonny probably threw a few of those honeys as well. I'm, I'm with you, though. It's not... And I don't want to take anything away from a lot of these young players because there is some potential talent. Yeah, but the team was not built around so, that. But all you're doing is when you do this roster evaluation at this point is saying if you take it to way the way everybody's played up until this point, and I mean everybody on offense, there is not one five-star player, blue-chip player. There's not one elite player. Now, maybe some of it's scheme. Maybe some of it's quarterback change, injury-related, continuity, whatever it is. Nobody on this offense is playing like a Pro Bowler. Well, think about he, it. and I'm I'm serious, and I don't I don't but I don't want to take it away from a lot of these guys that next year they can be no, that I'm any not point that, that no, and you're not saying that either. I'm not saying but that. the fact of the matter is, is that there's no weapons on offense. No, no. It, it, look None. again, you know, if you're looking at the way the team was successful at the beginning of last year, and if you thought that was the formula, which I believe the team thought was that the formula was going to be again this year, you went out. And you got Case Keenum to step in for Alex Smith prior to the draft. And now, of course, you drafted Dwayne, so Dwayne's on the team too. But your, 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 your theory on offense was still, I mean, not many teams have two dynamic tight ends like the Redskins did who catch passes and take them downfield. Mm-hmm. But th- th- those guys aren't r- running fly routes. Those, this is a part of a, a, an <laughs> offense. that This is part of an offense. No, I, so am I making sense? You're making complete sense, but there's also no reason why Sprinkle can't be utilized more down the field. They don't even try. No. His route tree has about five routes in it. Yeah, a little flat pass is what they what they're, they're, I actually think he can do some more things. I like I like Sprinkle. So why does Doc have that nickname the lizard for him? The, I don't the get lizard. That. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know what that is. Like, we gotta ask Doc on the air about that. He I has like a Sprinkle. nickname for everybody. He does. He calls you cool dog all of a sudden. Yeah, but I had a different nickname when I was playing. I can't remember what it was. I think did, he called me Warrior. 
didn't Don Bro call you Cool Dog? Yeah, Don Bro started the Cool Dog thing. Cool Dog. Come on now, Cool Dog. Cool Dog. Come on, Cool Dog. And Chris Thompson, I mean, look, you know, he, he over the last few years, proved he's one of the better third down backs in the league, but he hadn't been out there. So, so who – and when you have AP running the ball, the opposition knows what's coming. Especially when you put and, Bergstrom in the game. And a lot of times, they can't stop him. We know what's coming, but that's your, your running mentality. That is not your great game breakers. That is not your explosive playmaker. He might be able to break one. I think he will. Maybe next game. But I think I make my point. You make a great point. That's what's stuck so in my craw a little bit there. Here's what I want to see moving forward. Uh, there are a few things that I want to see moving forward. Such With as? the realization that we are one and eight, we're one and eight. It, it, you, you're not making the playoffs. I would like to see. Let's start on offense. I think Darvin Kidsey may be the best individual route runner on your offense. You he like Kidsey? Huh? He ain't playing. You do too. I do like Kidsey. He ain't playing. He's not even on the roster. He's on practice squad. Yeah, he's on the practice field. Yeah, but he's practice squad. And those guys practice, of course. Cam Sims is on the active roster, and Kidsey's on the practice. I probably honestly, I, I probably flip flop that flip because I think that I have two players that operate like Cam Sims. I like Cam Sims, but I think I have Terry McLaurin and Kelvin Harmon who do Cam Sims things. I'd like to see what Kidsey can do. You have not gotten enough in the middle of the field this season. I'd like to but see Kidsey too. Kidsey would be like Kidsey. one of those things that I'd want to see. I I just. I wouldn't mind at some point probably taking a better look at Jaron Christian. It's Jaron. <laughs> I know. I can't always say it. That's yeah. Okay. By the way, it's, uh, it's Tony a, Bergstrom, not Todd Bergstrom. I've, you and Kevin. I've, I've gotten a lot of people to it's say It's Tony that Bergstrom, and you got you – got, see, sometimes you say those names, and they kind of embed themselves in your brain, and you can't get it straight. You've got a permanent typo in your computer. I don't want to see Berg, as everyone calls him, playing tight end. No. Just because I just don't see that – personnel grouping being a positive personnel grouping in the future for this team but these coaches are coaching for the oh, just so we're clear these coaches are coaching for the now Gotta win. their future their week. future is now I, I, so i get that i'm Don't just talking me. about what i want to see i'm not i'm not getting in there begging them to make changes uh but that heavy set with the extra alignment jumbo, jumbo at least make sure we report okay let's get that straight let's get let's get the report in um i want to see Dwayne. Every snap. Who doesn't? I want to see Dwayne throw it down the field. I want to see him in five-man protections. I want to see him on the edge running a little bit. And I don't mean as a runner. I mean, like, we could go sprint right. We could change our run game up to have a little bit more outside zone so we could go boots right oh. I want to see him get the ball the out on the edge. I asked you about that. I, I, would be cre I would like to see more creativity on offense. At this point, do we want to run the most downhill vanilla gap scheme offense, or do you want to say, hey, look, let's have a little bit of fun? Let's go out and have a little bit of fun. Well, why can't they kind of add a little bit week to week for Dwayne now that he's in there? And I don't know. Build I don't the package a little bit week to week and get a little momentum. Maybe, maybe win a game against the Jets and then take on the Lions the next week and see how Dwayne does and move forward incrementally to the end of the year and put yourself in the position where you're feeling positive about the future, not it being an unknown. There's a possibility. There's a pretty good possibility, knowing how hard this work, this kid works, he's going to do some good things down the stretch. No that doubt, definitely can carry over to next year. And and as we as we allow him to do good things down the stretch, the other thing I really want to see is I want to see Kevin O'Connell actually design and call plays the way he wants to do it. Oh. Now everybody is going to say that he 
is calling the plays, and he is calling the plays. But you you know as a head coach who wants to run the ball, you're looking down the sideline going, we're going to run it. We're going to run it. And there's nothing wrong with the head coach having that authority. But at this point, personally, I want to see what Kevin really does. It, can he create? Is he? Does he understand within the rules and schemes of offense how, how creative he can be? What is he? Because running downhill duo, that ain't creative. No. We are preseason number three offense. That's this last game was limited to what looked like a preseason type of offense. I know that Kevin O'Connell is more creative than that, and that's why I'm saying I want to see him be able to create. I get that they're trying to protect Dwayne in his first start against a tough defense on the road, but I just don't care. I want to see what they can do. Protecting them is – I don't want to see him in a shell. Well, uh, you, Flip it. You and I differ a little bit. I, I, I agree with you, but I want to see them win. I want to see them win. But they're not. But my point is valid because they haven't scored in 13 quarters. You make a good point there. You can't win without <laughs> scoring points. And, and But Dwayne's only played one game. He's only started one game. So let's see if the Jets game looks any different or if it is a cloud of dusk, as you're suggesting. Look, there, there was one point in my career, my career, career, where telling everyone to do their job and do it just a little bit better and not changing and adjusting what the offense was really just felt like banging your head against the wall over and over and over. I Doing the same thing that doesn't work is the definition of insanity. Yes. You got right. to make some adjustments here. Right. So uh, let's have a little bit more fun. That's all. Let's have a little bit more fun offensively. I'm all for more fun. Okay. I mean, I and maybe they will. And I'll bet, you, I'll bet you Bill's a participant in that. Maybe a trick play here and there. Maybe a little flea flicker, something a little different. Mm -hmm. I mean, how hard is it to coach a flea flicker? Seems like a pretty easy play. There's not much to it. No, I just, I mean, flea flicker on three. I mean, I'd like to see us go on four. That's actually a joke. I mean, and you know what? We haven't seen uh, Sims take that 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 jet sweep much at all. It's oh no, just no, been a decoy. You you have to use that it's, jet action more. And in the passing, they never use it in the pass game. It's you, just a decoy, like, it's just it's a decoy a, to the run. It's been a decoy or so. play action. You got to use it for drop back, run action, run action pass. Okay, defensively. I want to see what Fabian Moreau looks like outside. I, you and I both love Josh. We we think he's a great person. It's he's. I don't know if Josh is here next year. Fabian is. So's Jimmy. I want to see him outside. I'm not firing everybody. Anybody, trust me. I'm not doing that right now. I just want to see what somebody else is doing there. Well, again, this this you know you have to reconcile that with wanting to win. You have to. Well, let me put it to you this way. Are you just saying you don't care? Fabian's if not a nickel. Fabian's not a nickel. I can tell you that right now jimmy is he might be but you know if you really wanted to take jimmy and place him now he's a seventh round draft so you can fit him and try to do anything with him he played outside at jmu i understand what you're saying I wouldn't, I you know, know why I, he's inside as, as a nickel because he's little because he's little he looks well, the, the, part. The, the, the little nickel is not that impactful in the run game I'd like, i wouldn't mind seeing aaron colvin man i'm out here watching aaron colvin every day yeah he's he started really, in the league. He's really athletic. Started for a long time in the league. I, mean, I know that he him. struggled this year in Houston a little bit, and he's the guy that gave up the big one in New Orleans and Minnesota. But yeah. he's got there's something to that kid. I'd like to see him a little bit more. He'll be back. So there's some things defensively I'd like to see. I'd just like to see some of our players moving forward. How about some blitzes? Oh yeah. How about some blitzes? That's, uh, we like to see some blitzes. I mean, who was I? Who was I watching on? Was it Sunday night we came in? I think it was Bruce Arians. I don't know who their defensive coordinator Todd is. He was coming from every angle. Yeah, he's one of the best blitzing D coordinators in the league. Yeah, that, let's just that, go copy their stuff. Th that that was impressive. And you talk, of course, I think they were playing against uh, Russell Wilson. So 
I mean, they were trying to they were trying to get him off his spot for sure, and and they didn't they ended up winning. But Russell was, Wilson is look I, in the early part of his career, I've, I've been fairly critical of yeah. Russell Wilson, and I, I kind of changed how I felt about Russell Wilson when Rex Grossman said to me, "Yeah, no, I I, I would throw the check down. I just can't see it." <laughs> As a short quarterback, then you start watching Russell Wilson and you go, he knows where everything is. He just can't see it. But when he hits outside of the pocket, my gosh, this guy is and he's he, super smart. He is so smart. He's super smart. Let me tell you, cool. The last time the Redskins were at the Senior Bowl with the coaching staff, Mike Shanahan was here. And it was uh, the year that RG3 was coming out. So think about And at the Senior Bowl, there was a handful of guys there. There was Russell Wilson. There was Kirk Cousins, and there was Nick Foles. And there was Kellen Moore, by the way, who's now the offense coordinator for the Cowboys. Think about who out of that class ends up being the best quarterback. Russell Wilson He's the best quarterback out of that draft class. And he seems like he's getting better. He really does. That team can't win without Russell Wilson. If there's a team that could least afford to, to lose somebody, it's Seattle and Russell Wilson. If they lose Russell Wilson, they're done. 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 No, I mean, there's Pete no, Carroll's a good coach. Yeah, but they're, they're still a good defense. Uh, Nick Foles, you know, Minshew came in. There's a little th- different things happen, but Russell Wilson has gotten better every year, and I just can't say enough about that guy. Really can't. No, he's really a special player. He really is. If I had to give you one or the other, right now, yes, Russell w- Wilson or or Lamar Jackson, I take Russell Wilson because Russell <laughs> Wilson's not going to get banged up sooner or later. Lamar, hope not. I've oh, watched not, Lamar. Lamar has got enough shake. You, you can't get a good hit on him, but sooner or later, somebody's going to get a good hit on him, and he's 185 pounds. It'll be in the pocket. It, maybe, yeah. It'll be in the pocket maybe, when he yeah. gets hurt, if he does. But, you know, he, he's got a good quick release, and, and what they said, he wasn't that accurate. But you know what? If you're running on the move and you, you everybody's on their heels, maybe a little. He's got, he's got some accuracy to him yeah. on the move. I, I, I've watched every Baltimore game on in the movies. Yeah. That's what. You used to call film. They used to call them movies. Movie. We're going to watch the movie of this practice or the movie of this game. So you watch the movies? I watch the movies the of, of all the Ravens. And he is fun to watch. He's electrifying. He is electrifying. He is. He, if you watch a Ravens game, you're listening to this, you, you watch a Ravens game, his second read is run. <laughs> and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. People look at that and say, that's not good quarterback play. Well, his I mean, second read, if he doesn't like his one read, he is gone. He's and the he biggest is, weapon on the team. He is in, you can't defend him. No, he's the biggest weapon on the team. So like You have linebackers spying, and he's outrunning them by five yards as he's getting to the edge. Wow. He's incredible. He really is. I don't know. It's fun. It's fun to watch some of these young players. I had a bunch of like what-ifs or who-do-you-like-more stuff, but we'll do that another day because I feel like you're you, I'm getting all antsy. Steam, huh? and well, you know, face I get, hurts. All that's to do. Yeah, my face feels fine. Okay, I know it's killing you. Oh, one more thing. Yes, I'd like to see Stephen Sims Jr. return punts now. Yeah, I mean, he's got some speed. He's got a good first step, and, and Trey's got sure hands. So, I mean, that maybe there's a factor there, but um, there's a lot. Look, when you haven't won and you're one and eight, why not show everything? Why not take a look at everything? I like to see you guys off the practice squad ultimately by the end of the year, right? <laughs> I, I mean, mean, don't you? Yeah, I get. Don't yeah, I, everyone wants to win, okay? We do. We want to win. And they, that's their job is to convince the, the players, the staff. Your job is to get ready to win. You'd yep. be doing them a disservice their by not doing that. on the line every game. But it's hard not to see some of the guys you want to see. 
That's all. Oh, uh, one more thing. One more. I gave you a pet peeve last week, and then one of my buddies, Lane Campbell, called me, and he said, I'm wrong, which Uh is true. I know this, but... What is the pet peeve? We talked about the punt returner being very close to the ball. Oh, yeah. The ball's bouncing around. Yeah, yeah. So the rule is, is essentially, if the defense touches it first, it's illegal touching, so the return man can pick it up, and if he were to fumble... The worst case scenario is it just goes back to the spot it was touched by the defense. Is, isn't, it, isn't it? Does, isn't the ball spotted where the defense touched it? Unless he runs it back. Oh, so so you might as well. So take they're waiting shot. for one of the defensive players to kick it or botch it. But my point is, is what if it hits you first? Like all of these guys are getting so close to the ball, and it's like. What if they push you? What if they bump you or nudge it's you? It's a catastrophe. What if, if, what if it's you? If like it's you get these guys like right the there. Like, I hope uh, this defender touches it so I can pick it up. It's a bonehead move. And, and, and the other thing is, what if, <laughs> and this is where it really b- bothers me, there's five defenders right around the ball sitting there looking at it. You really think if one of them touch it, you're going to get away with it? They're not going to get you? They're going to tackle They're gonna you. They're going to kill you. They're going to kill you. Yeah, that's dumb. Unless you're Lamar Jackson. Run he, Lamar Jackson can pick that thing up and right. do whatever he wants with it. I don't it. know. I, I think if it's a punt, you ought to do a muddle huddle on a punt. It's hard on a punt to it's do a muddle hard on a punt to do a muddle huddle. Yep, that would be re- revolutionary, a muddle huddle on a punt. The Notre Dame game. That was horrible. Oh, I did have another thought from that game. Oh. And this is actually, I got a lot of extra little You got a lot of little random, a lot of little random tidbits. You know how everybody waits to the last play of the game when they're down to do the pitch it around Hail Mary play? Yeah, yeah. We, we were watching that Notre Dame game at Virginia Tech, and I was saying, I mean, you got 30 seconds. That's where the hook and ladder works. Yeah, you can pick up 50 yards or 40 yards. The hook and ladder yeah. works on first and 10 with 30 seconds left, not with four seconds left. Not as the last play of the no, game. No, the last play of the game, you're just doomed. Hail Mary is the only The hook line. and ladder, the, the trick play is actually a pretty good idea with 30 seconds left because they are not expecting it. That's true. That's true. Uh, but Notre Dame and Virginia Tech was at their own 10-yard line, so that, that wasn't going to happen. That's where the hook and ladder comes nah, right into play. Well, it's just for anybody. I don't it's just for anybody down. I don't don't wait so. for that. You really think – no timeouts, 30 seconds left. You really think you're going to move the ball down the field and score? Stop them with the, before, the, before they get a touchdown so you're out in position. That's what you got to do. Oh, yeah. So oh, beat yeah. them 28-0, and then you won't ever have to do the trick. No worries. Score touchdowns, not field goals. You're going to want to start scoring some touchdowns. Let me score some touchdowns. It's really important to score in football. Come on. 21 points beats the Jets. How do you not luck into a defensive touchdown? 21 points. How do you not luck into something? Three touchdowns beats the Jets. I'm telling you right now. Three touchdowns beats the Jets. Sam Darnold looks terrible. Three touchdowns beats the Jets. Two touchdowns might beat the Jets. Two touchdowns and a field goal might beat the Jets. Two touchdowns, two field goals might beat the Jets. Seven field goals might beat the Jets. That is some touchdowns. No, you need touchdowns. Field goals ain't gonna. Twenty-one points, seven field goals. (laughs) Great math. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks for listening. Thanks for Larry Michael, everybody, the talent. Well done with your math. Yeah, I tried my best. See ya. Make sure you stick around, though. We have a Redskins Park update coming for you. Your heart works hard, and sometimes its parts need repair. That's what we do at Anova's Structural Heart Program in Fairfax. With outcomes that exceed the national average, we're a leader in both minimally invasive repair techniques and surgery to address heart valve disease. Give your heart the benefit of care from Anova Heart and Vascular Institute. Find an Anova physician by visiting anovaheart.org/valve. Anova, join the future of health. At Coke. 
Our 67,000 U.S. employees make things that make your game days better, like fertilizer for greener turf and stronger paper products for tailgating. Viewing the game from your couch? Coke also makes the electronic components and TVs and smart devices so you can watch your Redskins victory anywhere. Coke, we make that. See it all at kochmakesthat.com. That's kochmakesthat.com. Time to tailgate. We have my Honda CRV with class leading cargo space so I can bring the grill. Cousin Bobby's Honda Pilot with seating for eight. And my brother's Honda Ridgeline loaded with fun features like in bed speakers and an in bed trunk. Nothing left to do now but sit back and wait for kickoff. Who wants a hot dog? Get more this season with a great deal on a new Honda. Perfect for tailgating. See your local Honda dealer today. Some may argue that the best part of the print-and-play rolling jackpot from the Virginia Lottery is that it starts at 50K and keeps on rolling. Some think that the fact that the jackpot is solely for Virginians makes it the very best. But the true, undeniable reason that the print-and-play rolling jackpot is a superior game lies in its sheer instantness. That's right, instantness. Play instantly and win instantly. Try and name five other equally as awesome instant things. Wait, wait. Odds of winning top prize, 1 in 240,000. Hi, it's Larry Michael with the Redskins Park Update. Redskins Park, quiet this weekend. The Redskins have a bye week. Back on the practice field on Monday, getting set for the New York Jets coming to town on Sunday. The Jets struggling. The Redskins looking for their first win at home in 2019. It is the start of Salute to Service Week for the Redskins next week. Several events in the DMV honoring our military. And on Sunday the 17th, the Salute to Service game, the military taking front and center Pre-game pomp and circumstance, plus a special flyover. As for the Redskins, Bill Callahan back at the podium Monday afternoon after practice. Again, a quiet weekend here at the park. That's today's Redskins Park Update.